With us today is uh, Secretary uh, Mike Pompeo, and uh, he was the uh, in Congress. He was the head of the CIA. He was Secretary of State. No person is better to take us around the world to tell us what the heck is going on in our world, not only our country. Secretary uh, Pompeo, uh, where would you like to start? Uh, I mean, in the last few days, it looks like uh, our uh, government, uh, Washington, has done a deal with Iran, and there's a lot of Americans scratching their head. What say you? Yes, it's a, it's perfectly appropriate that they're scratching their head because it is unexplainable. Think about this, John. So the deal appears to be that the Iranians will get $6 billion, and we will get five Americans returned home. And everybody wants every American returned home. I worked hard to bring back 50-plus Americans. But you can't pay ransom because when you pay a billion dollars per American that's held hostage, I can assure you the Iranians are in this for the business model. This will make them flush. This will this will build their economy. And and so you, you, you now have a situation where we have told the Iranians, for every American you take, the Biden administration will provide you with $1 billion. And I know some are out there saying, but it's only for food and medicine. John, if someone paid your health care costs, and paid for all your food, you'd have money left over to spend on whatever you wanted, right? And now the Iranians have money that's left over. Now spend it on their nuclear program and conducting care and attacking Americans. Uh, this is this Six is a billion deal dollars, just, Mr. Secretary. How many plane loads of $100 bills is that? <laughs> Too many. You remember the, the last time the, the Obama administration got Iranians back, they flew pallets of cash over and it took a huge airplane. Uh, this time it appears they're just going to wire the money. Uh, it's really dangerous. Um, it's dangerous for the Gulf nations. It's dangerous for Israel. And it will only lead to more hostage-taking. By the way, not just by Iran. If you're Chairman Kim or you're Vladimir Putin and you realize a billion dollars is a lot of money to these countries, uh, that you can get a billion dollars from the Biden administration if you'll just hold an American hostage, you're setting a really bad and dangerous precedent. Understood. Um, where else in the world would you like to go? You know, one of the things that's been talked about too little is an incident from this past week where together the Russians and the Chinese sailed just off of our economic zone in Alaska and off the coast of Alaska. And I, I mentioned that because this is a continuation of the Chinese probing. Think about the spy balloon. Think about the fact they're uh, building up police stations inside of our country uh, now this, now probing our defenses along our western shores of Alaska. The administration, the Biden administration, has done nothing. Uh, to best I can tell, they issued a short statement saying we told the Chinese not to come any closer, but the Chinese Communist Party has paid no cost. And instead, we send to China, we send Secretary Kerry to go beg them to reduce the number of coal-fired power plants that they build, and they ignore us. John, it's this kind of weakness. It's this kind of appeasement that creates risk. Ronald Reagan knew this. Strength matters. It's how you get deterrence. And when you allow the Chinese Communist Party to, to, whether it's a spy balloon or a flotilla, when you allow them to threaten America in this way and you don't impose a cost on them, I, I can assure you they feel free to move about the cabin and it creates risk for every American. Understood. Now, uh, I had a... Uh uh, a NASA person at one of our breakfasts that we have out in the Hamptons on, on weekends last week, and, and he was talking about uh, 
uh, climate change. And I said, I said to him, look, we've got 300 million Americans that, that work hard towards the climate. You've got 3 billion between India and China that do zero and are increasing their coal factories. Don't you think you should be talking to them before you talk to Americans? <laughs> and what did he say, John? He, he uh, sat down. <laughs> yes. No, you, you, you've got it exactly right. Look, I, I'm convinced that the climate is changing. The climate's changed for all of recorded history. Uh, our ability to impact that uh, is, is complicated, but we know this much. Um, we've already imposed enormous cost on the American people to reduce our carbon output, and our creative engineers and our talented technical people have done that. All the while, all of the reductions of carbon from the United States have been grossly overridden by the amount of carbon coming from China. Uh, we, we simply can't penalize the American economy, penalize the American worker, penalize American people while allowing China to continue down this path. Even if you believe, as you suggested, this guy does, this NASA fellow did, even if you believe that carbon emissions have to be reduced, you have to do it on a global scale, and you cannot do it at the cost of the American people because in the end, um, that won't solve the problem you're aiming at. Understood. Um, Africa, the Wagner Group, nobody's publicizing it. The Wagner Group, which is theoretically a subsidiary of uh, Russia, uh, has been taking over countries and raising the Russian flag. been surprised by this, too, John. I've been surprised that there's been so little in the media and in the news and reported or frankly, from the Biden administration talking about the fact that you now have Russian forces. That's what the Wagner Group is. They are paid for by Russian taxpayers. Um, the Wagner Group operating inside of multiple countries, overthrowing governments inside of Africa. And the West and the United States have done nothing. We should, we, we should be making sure, at the very least, we're identifying this risk. We should demand that the countries that are around it begin to stand up and, and defend themselves and much like in Europe, we should make sure that this problem, which is just south of the European continent, that European countries are working to prevent this as well. A Russian takeover of all of the resources that sit inside of Africa will combine with the Chinese control that's already there, and they can make life much more complicated, much more difficult for America and American business in the decades ahead. Mr. Secretary, uh, you were the head of the CIA for a while, and... Uh and you work very closely with the FBI. I mean, I've been telling friends, uh, we have 15,000 uh, FBI special agents. I think we probably need 45,000. I mean, this, uh, we're being attacked in so many directions where the CIA can help internationally, but they can't help in our own country. Oh, John, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Um, I agree. You know, some on the political right have said, you know, we need to disband the FBI. And I get where that comes from. Uh, I, I get the fact that it was politicized, that Comey and McCabe were bad actors and used the FBI in bad ways. But you're right. I know a lot of these special agents. So do you. So does most of the folks who listen to your show. You know, young women who are out uh, taking drugs off the streets in Houston, Texas, or young, young guys doing uh, preventing financial crimes in Minnesota. But we need more capacity to install law and order in the United States. It's something that uh, from time immemorial conservatives have believed we need more capacity to protect people who are doing the right thing 
and to punish those who are behaving criminally. I, I We need more focus on uh, the intelligence that the Chinese are collecting from inside of our country, and that is a fundamental mission of the FBI. I, I agree 110%, and, and we're being attacked by fentanyl on our borders, where our universities, uh, the, the Chinese students are, are, have to be loyal to more to China because their parents' lives depend on that. I mean, there's so many directions. I, I just don't understand how do we defend our country. You know, add to that, John, you, you, you hit just about all of them. I would add to that the fact that we now have so porous a border along our southern boundary, the risk that's being created from drugs, from human trafficking, from crime, from potentially from terrorism, all coming across what is now essentially a wide open southern border. This is going to make the job of our law enforcement officials, not just the FBI, but uh, NYPD, the LAPD, sheriff's offices all across America. Their job is going to get even more difficult. The federal government has to get this right. Uh, and if we don't get this right, if we don't get the piece at our southern border right, we're going to need a lot more help enforcing our laws all across the country. we got a minute left. What else would you like to tell the American people? Look, we're, we're about to head into a political season. We'll come to Labor Day here and uh, campaigns, not just the presidential campaign. They'll, they'll start in earnest. American people deserve real debate. Um, ask hard questions. Don't ask silly questions. Don't ask gotcha questions. Force these folks who've said, I want to serve America to answer just exactly the same hard questions you've been asking me this morning. Uh, we deserve real answers, substantive answers that aren't about yesterday or history, but are actually talking about how we're going to take this 250 years of America and ensure that we get another 250 years of American greatness. I'm convinced we can, but I'm counting on your listeners and American citizens all across the country to hold these candidates accountable and then vote for the ones that can promise and will execute uh, to make sure that we do get more good years here in the United States. Secretary Pompeo, a West Pointer, head of the CIA, uh, Secretary uh, of State, thank you for everything you've done for America and continue to speak out for America. Keep your eyes open, and we have to protect I'll America because we're in trouble. Bless you, John. Thank, thank you. John. God bless you. Day. Yes, sir. You too. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.